Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Win dixie Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslo Show 2.0. Welcome to Zaslo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. 
That's 800-747-3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No, before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0. My guys, Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar. They believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy, and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zazlo Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zazlo Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedanos, Presidente, Win dixie Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zazlo Show 2.0. Welcome, Zazlo Show 2.0. It is a Thursday, the 16th of March. Good to have you aboard. We are a Blue Wire podcast. However you're listening to this show, appreciate that. Make sure you like, you rate, you comment, you do all that good stuff. But as you can hear right now in the background, today... Is 316 day. That's right. March 16th, 316 day. Everybody knows that. We celebrate around the world. Stone Cold Steve Austin, this is your day. How about we all crack open a couple of Johnnies? That's right. You go pick up a six pack of Johnny Cuba, 
we crack them together, we pour them both in our mouth at the same time, we got the double burn to everybody who doesn't agree, and we celebrate Stone Cold Day, that's right, 316 day today, so make sure it's Thursday, you get the weekend started a little bit early, come on now, everybody likes to do that, that was a big thing when you're in college, right, Thursday night was a big going out night, because it signaled the start of the weekend. Well, we could do that tonight, all right? We got a lot of action. A lot of action. And it all starts because it's stone cold. It's 316 days. So crack open a couple Johnnies for our man, Stone Cold Steve Austin, today. We got the tournament. That's right. lot of action. We got the tournament going on today. By the time you're listening to this right now, the tournament's already underway. You may kn- you're going to know the scores of games. I don't know the scores of games. You may know the final for games. I don't know the finals because the tournament hasn't begun. But you're listening in the future and I'm in the past. So you know things. No spoilers. You know things that I don't. That's why it's going to be a little difficult for me to talk about the tournament. That's a major difference, right? When it comes to doing terrestrial radio where everybody's listening to you live and doing a podcast where people are listening at their discretion, you know? And, And no one's listening live. So... It's yes, I'm super excited for the tournament. Obviously, we'd be parked in front of the television, Zazzle Mansion family room. We got dual TV action. I, I may have to add a third TV, right? I'm not saying necessarily for, for I'm not saying for, for like, right, like, it's not gonna happen today, it's not gonna happen tomorrow. I'm not talking about right now, but in general, I, 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 I don't know. I used, I used to have three TVs, so you may remember Romberg used to give me shit all the time for. The TV that I had. So when we moved into the, the Zaslow Mansion, which was about eight years ago. <clears throat> so we moved into the Zaslow Mansion about eight years ago. And had, you know, had, had the guys from my show over. Romberg came over and his wife. We had Joy here as well. And this was before Amber. I didn't know that girl. And, and so they come over and they're giving, especially Romberg, they're giving me so much shit about, about my TV. In the Zaslow Mansion family room. Because it was it was a projection TV. Well, is it projection? Is that what it's called? Anyway, it was enormous. It was so big, the TV. And it was like boxy. And just, you had to roll it out. I loved that television. They used to give me so much shit. But when I had that TV, it was so easy to have the three TV set up. Because I had two small TVs. Like, I, I think they're 13-inch screen I had two of them that sit atop that TV because it, it was it was a huge thing, you know? So having three TVs back then was really easy. Right now, if you've seen, I post pictures every now and then when I'm watching a game or I'm watching two games at a time. And you could see, uh, like, I, I have one of the small TVs that's, like, set up on top of the shelves where some of my kids' toys are, which they never use anymore because my kids are too old now for toys. But they used to. Eight years ago, we're talking about, right? I may have to go, I may have to find a way to get the three TV set up. Or in the Zaslow Mansion game room, we got the TV there. Maybe I put two TVs on the wall. That could be a, that could be something. That, just hit me up at Zaslow Show. You could send me, some, if, if you got the three TV set up, I want to see what you got going on. I'll, I'll, I need some ideas. I want to see what that looks like. And of course, you got to sell the wife. That's always a very hard sell. She thinks it's very tacky to have the multiple TVs in the family room. She's probably right. So you can hit me up at Zaslow Show. Let me see your setup. I need some 
I need some tips. I need some ideas. But today, of course, we got the tournament. So if you're wondering when you're listening, Zazzle, why aren't you talking about the tournament? Yeah, like it's it's hard because you're listening to me right now. I, I'm not live. Games are going on. You you know what's happening in the games. I don't because I'm in the past and you're in the future. So, <coughs> excuse me. So there you have it. That's what's going on. Now, what else I got going on? T- so last night, the Heat, we're going to do a lot of Heat today. You know what I'm talking about. And of course, everything Zazlo Show 2.0 is always presented by our title sponsor, Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys. I mean, if, you, if you're involved in an accident, if you've been injured, you need to get some help. You need to get whole. You need to get right. There's money out there that you deserve because of your injury. And the only place you're thinking about calling is Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys. They own this market. And that's because they get the job done. If you got into an accident, you call 911 first. You have to do that. Then you get an attorney on the phone immediately when you call 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. My guys, Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they've been behind Zaslow Show 2.0 since before we even started the program, all right? That's... That's how, that's how much they believed in me. So you got a problem, you got an accident, you got an injury, I send you to the best. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Matter of fact, I was having lunch a couple days ago with my man Adam, all right? New, new sponsor coming up, I'll tell you when it starts, probably beginning of next week. Had lunch with my man Adam. Somebody goes, goes Anna Jar and Levine, I know they've been on your show forever. Love those guys, like... Of course you love those guys. They're helping all of us out down here. All right, anyway, you get the point. Anyway, like I said, however you're listening to us, you like, you rate, you comment, you do all that good stuff, that helps me. And always you can hit me up at Zaslow Show on Twitter. And I do want to pass along, you know, I got my wrestling show. It's still real to me. Me and my pal Joey Levin, every, usually Saturdays, every weekend, but usually Saturdays. If there's a, a premium live event, we usually do an additional show on Sunday or maybe even a reaction show on Monday. But anyway, it's still real to me. That's on Saturdays. And because this is a good time to remind everyone, we got WrestleMania season. We're just two plus weeks away from WrestleMania. March Madness is here. The tournament officially starts today. So what does that mean? WrestleMania, March Madness, that means we have our ultimate WrestleMania bracket challenge. It's going on right now. You can go to my Twitter account. I put out the bracket. You can see it's 32 ultimate WrestleMania moments. One through thir- well, one through 16 over here, one through 16 over here, and then they meet like the final two in the end for the greatest moment. And you guys are determining every day, like late afternoon, I'm putting out different polls. You guys are voting, and then after the first round, we will update the bracket and so on and so forth. So if you're into that, make sure you go to my Twitter account. At Zaslow Show, you vote. We need your votes. Are there going to be upsets? Do you agree with the seedings? Comment, retweet, do whatever you got to do. That. That's the fun of it, all right? So go on to my Twitter account, at Zaslow Show, and you can vote on all that good stuff. So I'm going to have to miss a little bit of the tournament this, this afternoon because this is one of those weeks, right? My kids and I, we go to movies a lot. My older son, we go to the horror films uh, or, or movies like Creed. We saw Creed 3 last week. But my older son likes the horror and the thriller genre. So we see all of those movies. My younger son, we see the animated film. My, kid, my, my boys are 14 and 11. 
My younger son, we see the ant who's really into movies. We see either the animated film or we see the superhero films. And he loves seeing them before they come out. So today, because officially the, the release date is tomorrow, Shazam! Fury of the Gods! Newest DC movie. That is out in theaters starting this afternoon. My boy and I, we're going this afternoon. Five o'clock, we're going to see Shazam! Fury of the Gods. I'm very much looking forward to this. I like the DC movies. Do I like the DC movies as much as the Marvel movies? I don't know. It's pretty close. I really like the DC movies. (coughs) There just aren't as many good ones so far. And Shazam, surprisingly so, Shazam was real. The first movie is really good. That's a fun movie. So, and Shazam does have, because it's funny, Shazam does have a Marvel type feel to it with the humor. But anyway, so we're going to see Shazam Fury of the Gods this afternoon. I'm looking forward to that. You know we do big movie, not a big movie on Fridays. I'll give you a full-on review. No spoilers, but I'll give you a little bit of review of Shazam Fury of the Gods. If you're into that, that'll be coming up tomorrow. The big news, though, right? The big news, though, yesterday is the Miami Heat. Yes! So the Miami Heat win last night. They kicked the shit out of the Grizzlies. 138 to 119. I mean, game, it was really blowout city from the... Uh, I mean, like in the second quarter, the Heat were up by double figures, and, and they really never looked back, all right? So they smoked the Grizzlies to the tune of Jimmy Butler not even having to play in the fourth quarter. In just three quarters of action yesterday, Jimmy, 23 points, eight rebounds, six assists. That's important to note. I'll get back to that in a second. <coughs> Bam at a bio. He led Miami with 26 points. Tyler Hero at 24. All five starters were in double figures. Kyle Lowry once again came off the bench. He did a nice job off the bench. Now, there was no pressure. He's playing the fourth quarter. When the game's a blowout, the game has been sealed already at that point. But this has to be the role. Like, that's... There are two things going on right now with the Heat, okay? Number one, how are they going to use Kyle Lowry moving forward? This is the way. He has to come off the bench. He has to play less minutes. And I like how he's playing in the fourth quarter when Jimmy is sitting. Then Jimmy comes back in the game. Lowry goes out. So playing him off the bench is the move. Letting him settle that second unit. That's the move. The second part, and and Lowry again. Like Lowry was good last night, but whatever. Like I'm more impressed with or, or more happy with Lowry's performance the game before that against Utah because he was playing in a tight game off the bench. Last night he was playing in a blowout off the bench. So I don't really care so much about that. But here's the thing with Lowry. And I talked about this yesterday. I don't want him to not play well. You know, Dolphin fans. Let's use an example with the Dolphins. I do believe there is... There was... And this is stupid. But there was a part of, there was a, a portion, I think it's a small minority, but there was a portion of Dolphin fans who I believe are so entrenched in their stance against Tua. He's not the guy. They were so dug in on their stance that they wanted Tua to perform poorly because they want to be right. That's stupid. They wanted him to perform poorly. I don't believe that really anyone feels that way about Kyle Lowry. I certainly don't feel that way about Kyle Lowry. I think he stinks. A couple games do not erase 
what has happened the last two years. But I want Kyle Lowry to play well. I don't think he can if he's playing a ton of minutes. But in this kind of role, I I think he might be able to be useful. But when Lowry shoots, I want the ball to go in. I don't want him to turn the ball over. I don't want him to miss layups. I don't want him to miss wide open threes. So that I could come here on the show the next day and tell you I was right. Kyle Lowry sucks balls. That's not what I want. I want Kyle Lowry to play well because it helps the team. I don't care about the individual. I care about the Miami Heat. And whoever's got to play well for the Heat to get wins, that's all I care about. I don't care about sitting here the next day and telling you I was right. I hope that I end up being incredibly wrong about Lowry. Now, I I am going to tell you, however he finishes this regular season, do it in the playoffs. Do it in the playoffs. Because he has a history of being a very poor playoff performer. He was really good in 2019 playing with what at the time was the best player in the world, Kawhi Leonard. Other than that, go check his playoff history. Lousy playoff player. And we saw it last year with the Heat. Do it in the playoffs. That's what you're here for. But I I don't want him to fail because if he fails, it hurts the team. I want him to perform. So if he plays the way he did last night, if he plays the way he did the game before that, awesome. I would love to end up being wrong about Kyle Lowry. We'll see. But I'm not sitting here. I do believe there was a portion of Dolphin fans who liked it when Tua... Because it got to a point last year where you still have Dolphin fans who don't like Tua, don't think he's the guy. And it's like, if you still don't think he's the guy, oh, anyone could do this with Tyreek Hill. If you... Don't believe he's a, he, that he's a good quarterback at that point. If you still don't believe he's the guy, you're just so entrenched in your position, you care more about being right than the Dolphins being good. And that's stupid. And I don't feel that way about Kyle Lowry. I'd rather be... If I'm right about Lowry, the Heat are not going to be able to win. I want to be wrong. If I'm wrong, it gives the Heat the better chance of winning. Now, speaking of Kyle Lowry, and we'll get to the second box. There's, I told you, there's two things that are going on with the Heat right now. Lowry and what he does off the bench is the first thing that's going on with the Heat. But speaking of Lowry, before we get to the second thing, last night, the Heat, they're smoking the Grizzlies. And Lowry hits a three. Now, give this a listen. Is Eric Reed great? Uh, not not former midday host, 7 9 ticket. I, I don't know what he's doing. Eric Reed television voice of your Miami Heat, the greatest. Eric Reed and John Crotty on the call, of course. Is Eric Reed talking to me? The team's closed. Oh, my! With three on the shot clock, Lowry hit that one from Cooper City. A 31-footer. That is deep. Lowry from Cooper City hits that shot. When, when else has Eric Reed ever mentioned Cooper City. Who el- Everybody knows I run Cooper City. Everyone knows that. When has Cooper City ever been mentioned otherwise in a Miami Heat broadcast? It- and Eric Reed knows, because he's told me on this show, Eric Reed knows what I say about Kyle Lowry. The Heat know what I say about Kyle Lowry. Is Eric Reed? Is he talking to me? Is that a subliminal message? 
Is Eric Reed sending a message to me about Kyle Lowry? Everybody knows I run Cooper City. Is Eric Reed sending a message to me? I like it. I like it. Everybody knows I run Cooper City. Kyle Lowry from Cooper City? When have you ever heard that mentioned on television? Cooper City, it's such a small, it's such a small little suburb. Eric's talking to me. And I like it. The second part of yesterday. Second part of the game yesterday. Or, not the game, but the theme right now with the Heat moving forward. The first one is Kyle Lowry. Which seems to be trending in the right direction. The second thing that's happening with the Heat right now. Playoff Jimmy has arrived. Yup. Jimmy played only three quarters last night. 26 po- 23 points. 8 rebounds, 6 assists, and you heard him after the game a couple games ago, I think it was the game against Utah, where they talked to him about shooting threes, like, I can shoot threes, I don't prefer to play that way, I want to play bully ball. And bully ball works in the postseason. That's why Jimmy is one of the all-time great Miami Heat playoff performers. He's an incredible playoff performer. You know, you want to go Dwayne Wade and LeBron James are 1-2? and LeBron being 2. Dwayne Wade and LeBron James being 1-2? and Jimmy's probably number three. Who else would it be? So, all-time great playoff performer, Jimmy Butler. A player who, you talk about guys bringing their game to an extra level in the playoffs, Jimmy's that guy. Jimmy takes it to another level in the playoffs. But we talked about this a couple weeks ago. The Miami Heat won five of their last seven games now. We talked about this a couple weeks ago, right? Where... Jimmy had a huge game. I forget who it was against. And and I said, in order for the Miami Heat to get to where they want to get to, now, now at the time, I think maybe the Heat were holding on to sixth in the East. Maybe they had just dropped to seventh. And the conversation was, what needs to happen for the Miami Heat to avoid the play-in? Now, I don't believe that's a possibility anymore. Because even with winning the game last night, the Miami Heat are 38 and 33. <coughs> They're currently seventh in the play-in. They're three games back in the loss column of Brooklyn. Don't worry, like the games back in the standings say two games. At this point in the season, that's phony baloney. You can't make up losses. You gotta look up the loss column. The Heat are three back of both Brooklyn and New York. Three back with only eleven to play. Very difficult. Very, very difficult. The Heat are not going to catch Brooklyn or New York. But, staving off number 8, Atlanta right now is very important. The Heat are 2 up on Atlanta. And and I believe the Heat have won the season series. Finishing number 7, where you got to play in the play-in, that's like, it's no big deal. If you're 7 or 8, you get two chances to win one game to clinch a playoff spot. If you're number 7, like Miami is right now, you get two home games to win one game to clinch a playoff spot. The Heat playing the play-in at number 7, I think would actually be a lot of fun. So I think the Heat fan needs to get used to the idea that they're going to be in the play-in for the first time in franchise history, but also... It's not a bad spot being number seven in the play-in. And that game, or games, if you got to play two, God forbid, it's going to be pretty fun. I'm, I'm not against the, I'm not bummed with the Heat playing the play-in. So, 
I, we had that conversation, right, about Jimmy, where the Heat were going to get to where they need to get to the rest of the regular season. And by the way, I think at the time the Heat were going through a stretch where if they're not careful, they could drop down to 10th. I believe that was the conversation we had. And I spoke about how we got like 20 games left in the regular season. Playoff Jimmy needs to show up now. Can't wait for the playoffs. Because Kawhi end up being ninth or 10th in the play-in. That's a dangerous scenario because while the Heat are a decent road team, they're 14 and 20. Like, I guess that's not, that's not very good, actually, 14 and 20 on the road. You can lose a road game, and then you're out. You don't make the playoffs if you're 9 or 10. So, you need playoff Jimmy to show up right now. You got two things that are going on with the Heat. Number one, how they're using Kyle Lowry moving forward and how they're going to use him in the playoffs. Number two, to get into the playoffs and get to the place, you know, the seed that you want to get to and avoid being 9 or 10 in the play-in or even 8, probably need playoff Jimmy to show up right now. Playoff Jimmy's here. Last night you saw it. You got a different mindset. He's doing, you know, how do you feel about getting, you know, the technical foul at the end of the Orlando game? I don't give a fuck. That's what he says in the post game. Talking about, I'm tired of losing. I'm tired of this shit. Like, you're getting, playoff Jimmy's here, man. That's playoff Jimmy. And taking his game to this level. For example, the month of March. I know what Jimmy's numbers are the month of March. And the Heat won five of the last seven games. For the month of March. Check out these numbers. You tell me if this isn't playoff Jimmy. Jimmy Butler. 26.2 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists a game, 57% shooting from the floor, 89% from the free throw line, while averaging 11 free throw attempts a game. That's playoff Jimmy. Playoff Jimmy's here. And that's a big thing. We talked about it a, couple, a few weeks ago. Need playoff Jimmy right now. Playoff Jimmy's here. And I know this has been said before. I mean, but look, you know, I listen. You watch on television, whether it's the the NBA Today. I think that's what the show's called with Malika Andrews, right? And you got Perkins uh, up there. He said it before. Big goon, Tom Kendrick Perkins. I listen to Frank Isola and Brian Scalabrini every morning. Starting lineup, Sirius XM, NBA Real. Love that show. They talk about it all the time, especially Scalabrini, who I think I, I already told you after Scal's appearance on. Levitard show and Scalabrini. Am I biased? I guess Scalabrini did uh, did a regular hit with me every week for like two years, so I like him a lot personally. He's legitimately one of the best in the business. Scalabrini, really, really good at what he does, and he he says this all the time too. So it's not just coming from me, where it's like, oh Zaslow, you're being a Heat homer. No. No one's going to want to face this Heat team in the playoffs. I know. I say it all the time, right? No one's going to want to see this. No one is going to want to see this Heat team in the playoffs. They're not. They defend the shit out of you. And wow, what a surprise. Eric Spolstra's teams are better and continue to get better and better as the season goes on. What a shock. It only happens every single year. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed, and that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. 
When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. No one's going to want to see this Heat team in the first round. Now, the Heat, it's not like they're going to be favored if they play Philly or if they play Boston in the first round. They'd be pretty heavy dogs, actually. Like, right now, the Heat would face Boston in the first round. But Boston and Philly are tied in the loss column with 22 losses. Boston's 48-22. and 22. Milwaukee now starting to run away with the number one spot. I really think that's deflating for the Celtics. They spent the whole year first place. most dominant team in the league. And now, there's no way they're going to get number one, and they could totally drop to number three. Boston's 48-22, Philadelphia's 46-22, and and winners of six in a row. So, we don't know, probably not going to know until the final day if the Heat are going to play Boston or Philly, and after the play and stuff. But, like, if the Heat were to play Boston or Philly in the first round, they're going to be heavy dogs, but I think it, like if you if you were to do a lie detector test, truth serum, lasso of truth, Wonder Woman's here, and you and, and you you inject the truth serum to Heat fans and to Celtic fans for that potential first round matchup, and you ask, you know, how nervous are you facing the Heat? How nervous are you facing the Celtics? I think the truth serum. Is going to show you the Celtic fans will be a lot more nervous. Yep. A lot more nervous. Same thing with the Sixers, who never win big games. Joel Embiid, you know, people want to talk about Nikola Jogic because the MVP seems to be a two, two-man race, right? Jokic and Embiid. People want to talk about Jokic and how he's won these MVP awards. He might win a third in a row. He's never even been to the finals before. Joel Embiid has never gotten past the second round. Jokic has. Joel Embiid has never won more than one playoff series in a season. So like, you can't do the whole Jokic, he never, he's never gotten to the finals. Embiid has never gotten past the second round. But if you were to do the truth serum with the Sixer fans, because they never win big games, and you were to do it with the Heat fans, remember the Heat took that ass last year. I think Embiid missed the first couple games though, right? And then Harden threw up all over himself game six. He was horrendous. And the Heat took that ass. If you were to do the truth serum, Heat fans, Sixer fans, who's more nervous? I think the Sixer fans are more nervous than the Heater fan is going to be. So, neither one of those teams want to face the Heat in the first round. I'm telling you. I, I really feel that way. And we're already seeing playoff Jimmy. Huge. What a season he's had. I love him so much. 
What a season he's having. You know what else I love? I love telling you about newest sponsor on Zaslow Show 2.0, Broward Meat and Fish. You feeling good right now? Maybe you want to cook something up for the tournament tonight? Cook something up for the tournament tomorrow? Get yourself some good meat? You want to get that great cut? I'm sending you to Broward Meat and Fish. Newest location, grand opening was a couple weeks ago. Margate. Go to BrowardMeatAndFish.com. Find the location nearest. You got one right here in Pembroke Pines. Very close to where I live. Cooper City. I run Cooper City. But Broward Meat and Fish, they run all the good meats and all the good seafood. That's right. When you're prepping your next meal, you want to make sure you're getting the best quality, right? That's why I send you to Broward Meat and Fish, which is a full supermarket. You're going to do their whole shop there. You want to get the good meat? You want to get the good seafood? Great. I've never seen a selection like when I walked into Broward Meat and Fish a couple weeks ago for the first time. But you're going to do an entire shop there of groceries. We're talking frozen food, freshly prepared hot food, deli meats, cheeses, wines. Everything you need is right there at Broward Meat and Fish, including you looking for that Johnny Cuba picante sauce made with the finest Jamaican peppers? Yep, right there, Broward Meat and Fish. You know what I'm talking about. Broward Meat and Fish has the butchers and the fishmongers at their full-service meat and seafood counters. They're going to prepare your selection exactly the way you want it. You're going to get the perfect cut, the freshest flavor and quality. And what I also love about Broward Meat and Fish, they have specialized in serving the Caribbean and Latin community here in South Florida for over 30 years. So they got the pulse of this market. They know what they're doing when they put all the products, all the international products that we love from back home on their shelves. The only place you're going to get international brands from Jamaica and Haiti and Mexico and Brazil and Colombia and Argentina, Peru. You're getting the flavor you love at Broward Meat and Fish. Find the location nearest you. You're going to do a full shop. You know what? You're going to want to thank me later. You don't have to. BrowardMeatAndFish.com So just to give you an example here, all right, what the Heat have to do, like, they're not going to catch the Nets. And and, I, and and like I said, I don't mind them being seventh. I don't mind them having to play that playing game. I think it's going to work out just fine. I think it's actually going to be a lot of fun. But just as an example, what the Heat would have to do to catch the Nets. And Knicks, too, for that matter. So, let's look at it. The Heat, the Heat are 38-33. The Nets are 39-30. The three back. You got to look at the loss column. Now, the Heat play the Nets one more time. He'd have already lost the season series because they're only playing one more time and the Nets won the first two games. So they, they, they do not own a tiebreak here. <clears throat> they're going to lose that tiebreak. If the Heat, the Heat are 38 and 33. If they go 8 and 3 the rest of the way, which I think is asking a lot when they're five games over 500 through 71 games, you want them to go five games over 500 in the final 11. I think that's asking a lot. We'll see. Like, they've won five of their last seven right now, so if you want to put that entire stretch together, they would finish the season winning 13 out of 18. That, that, that's what you want going into the playoffs. You'd feel pretty great. But let's say, let's just do for argument's sake. Can the Heat go 8-3 and three in these final 11 games? They finish the year with 46 wins. If the Heat go 8-3 and three in order to finish ahead of the Nets and out of the play-in, the Nets, who I thought were going to take a nosedive. I didn't think they were going to miss the play-in, but I thought they were going to take a nosedive. I'm wrong about it. They, they have not. They're, they're, they're playing good basketball. The Nets are 39-30. and 30. If the Heat go 8-3 and three the rest of the way, the Nets would have to go 6-7 and seven for the Heat to finish ahead of them. 
Do you believe that the Heat, now they do play each other once in that stretch. Can the Heat go 8-3 and three, and the Nets would then have to go 6-7? and seven? It's not very likely. The Heat go 9-2, and two, the Nets would then have to go, you know, the Nets can go 7-6. and six. I, I, I still don't even know. I think it's less likely he go 9-2. and two. Now, if the Heat are not 8-3, if they go 7-4, and four, the Nets would have to go 5-8. and eight. I thought 8-3 and three was a good, a good you know, baseline. If the Heat go 8-3 the rest of the way, do you believe that the Nets can go 6-7? and seven? I don't know that either one of those are going to happen. Let's look at the Knicks. If the Heat go 8-3 and three the rest of the way. Now, the Heat and Knicks play two more times. That's a good thing. You can make up two games right there on your own. But they will not own the tiebreak, the Heat. Because the Knicks won the first two. Now, the Heat... They will actually win the tiebreak against New York in that scenario because the Heat are going to be division champions while New York won't be. So they could finish with the same record as long as they beat New York both those times. Let's say they beat New York both those times. Let's do it for argument's sake. Then you only have to finish with the same record and you would win that tiebreak, all right? So if the Heat go... 8-3 and three the rest of the way. In that 8-3 and three stretch, they beat the Knicks both times. That's the key. Then the Knicks have to go 5-6 and six in their final 11, including two losses to the Heat. They would finish with the same record. The Heat would win the tiebreak because the Heat are going to be Southeast Division champions. And the Knicks are going to finish, what are we talking? Um, they're going to finish... Uh, it doesn't even matter. In their division, the Knicks, let's see, in the Atlantic, they will finish third. Yeah. So the Heat will win that tiebreak based on that. But again, if the Heat go 8-3, and three, they also have to beat the Knicks both times. And then the Knicks have to go 5-6. and six. If the Heat go 8-3, and three, but don't beat the Knicks both times, the Knicks would then have to go 4-7. and seven. Knicks are 41-30 and 30 right now. Do you feel like they're going to go 4-7? and seven? In the final 11 games. So, just to give you a little bit of context here. Why the Heat are not going to catch either one of those teams. It is what it is. I don't think it's that big of a deal either. Now, I do. we'll get back to the NBA here. Because he had some John Morant stuff yesterday. And everybody knows now he's been suspended 8 games by the league. There you have it. Um, the Panthers tonight. So, this is a big one. Panthers are back in action now. They've been off since Saturday. Well-rested. They're playing Montreal. Canadians stink. Game's here. You have a lot of Canadians fans. It's going to be a lot of fun. But why is this a big deal? Well, I'm not talking big deal or not a big deal right now. Why is this a big deal? Well, we're now, because the Panthers have had such a long layoff, we're in a place now where the game's in hand. We have either... A clearer picture what the Panthers need to do to catch the wildcard spot, or the Panthers now have the favorable remaining schedule. So the Panthers are the first team on the outside looking in of the two wildcard spots. The first wildcard spot is held by Pittsburgh. They have 78. The Islanders, they also have 78. Then the Panthers have 73. So the Panthers are five points back, which is a lot. The Panthers are five points back of both those teams. But here's the thing. 
The Panthers and Penguins have played the same amount of games. They both have 15 remaining. So while five points is a lot to make up from the Penguins, at least now you know where you're at. Because for most of the year, the Penguins have had like four and five games in hand. Well, all those games have been made up now. So now we know if you're going to catch the Penguins in these final 15 games, you need to make up five points. And the Panthers, the, the tie break, the Panthers have 28 regulation wins. The Penguins have 25. Now, is that the first tiebreak or head-to-head? I don't know. And I'm not sure what the Panthers' head-to-head mark with the Penguins is, although the Panthers took that ass a couple weeks ago. Panthers are five back of Pittsburgh. They both have the same games played. The Islanders. The Islanders won last night, so that stinks. Panthers would have been in a real good position. Islanders won at Anaheim last night 6-3. But, while the Panthers are five points back of the Islanders, the Panthers have three games in hand. Those are six potential points available to the Panthers that are not available to the Islanders. So you do the math there. The Panthers are in a good spot when it comes to catching the Islanders for that second for that second and last wild card spot. Now let's do a quick check here. Let's see if the Panthers have the Islanders again before the end of the season. I don't know. Let's check it together. All right, the Panthers, Islanders, let's see. They do not. You, you were hoping that they did. They do not see the Islanders again. That's okay. But five points back, three games in hand. And that means a game like tonight against Montreal, who stink. Canadians are not making the playoffs. Canadians have 60 points. They're third from last in the Eastern Conference. This, a must, this kind of game's a must-win game for the Panthers. So, you got a chance here now to... This is one of those games in hand, because I doubt the Islanders are playing tonight. I'm pretty sure they played back-to-back. Yeah, the Islanders are not playing tonight. So, this is one of those games in hand that the Panthers have on the Islanders. Have to win it. Have to be sitting three points back at the end of tonight with now two games in hand. Huge game for the Panthers coming up tonight. And after tonight, the Panthers then on Saturday, they're home against New Jersey. New Jersey's really good. And then after that, on the 20th, Monday night, they're at Detroit. That's a huge game because Detroit is kind of hanging on for dear life in the playoff picture, although they're, they're really in big trouble. They have 69 points. So they're nine back of the Islanders and the Penguins. But you understand what I'm saying here. So tonight, we got the tournament going on, and we have a monster Panther game. Very, very excited about the Panthers tonight. Have to win this game tonight. So that's what's going on there with your favorite little hockey team. So, if I could circle back real quick to the NBA. John Morant yesterday had a sit-down with Jalen Rose. Now, why do you have the sit-down with Jalen Rose? Look, Jalen Rose, I don't really kind of stuck up for him, but Jalen Rose was like super supportive when he was on the NBA today about, you know, I was John Morant. I was in that position. You know, I understand what's happening here. And so he's giving like the good advice, you know. You know where I stand. I have a hard time with the empathy for John Morant in this situation. I just don't understand how stress, uh, you you know, forget the part that he's a millionaire athlete, but we're so stressed out that it equates to guns. Gun violence is where we're at. And we're not just talking about, Zaz, what are you talking about gun violence? Just holding up a gun. Okay, I mean, maybe your definition of gun violence is different from mine, but let, let's do that. Where I was just holding up a gun. How about beating up a 17-year-old? 
and then coming out with a gun, you know, under your waistband. How about his, his, his crew being banned from the arena because of laser pointers, which the Pacers head of security swears was a gun at the Pacers traveling crew. How about going to the mall and beating up a security guard, his, his guys? I mean, like, there's a pattern here of gun violence. So I, I don't have empathy for John Morant. I don't. I don't, I don't have patience for stupid. And that's what we're talking about there. But John Morant yesterday sat down with Jalen Rose. Let me give you a little bit of that. You at the spot, shotgun willies. I've been there. You are holding a gun. And we both know how dangerous that can be. Whose gun were you holding? Well, the gun wasn't mine. Um, you know, I, it's not who I am. I don't condone and... You know, any type of violence, um, but I take, you know, full responsibility, you know, for my actions, um, made a you know, bad mistake. Um, and I can see uh, the image, you know, that I, I painted, you know, over myself, you know, with my recent mistakes. But, you know, in the future, um, I'm going to show everybody who John really is, you know, what I'm about and, um, you know, change this narrative. Look. He deserves a second chance. You know I love second chance stories. We've talked about many examples of this. He deserves a second chance. And we'll see what he does, I guess, with the second chance. Like, let him go out there. If the rest of his career he's a great citizen and he stops this bullshit, then that's what we're going to remember. This this will be a footnote, man. You know, guys like Allen Iverson, I don't remember if there was gun violence with Iverson, but it was a big thing at the beginning of Iverson's career. We've talked to Raja Bell about it, how there was... There was a lot of noise surrounding Iverson's crew, his posse, you know? And and Raja told us he never saw anything that was, because Raja was on those early Sixer teams, that he never saw anything that wasn't cool in regards to that. But there was a lot of noise about that. Well, now you look back, that, that's a very small football, footnote in Iverson's career. Iverson is pretty much universally loved, all right? So maybe that, I, I love Iverson. Maybe that'll wind up being a thing with John Morant, where this will be a tiny footnote in a really long, great career and someone who was a, was a great example and a role model and just a good citizen. That may wind up being the case. But the part that I struggle with, and I don't think Jalen asked him about any of this, what about all those other incidents? Like, they focused there on it wasn't his gun, he just held it for a little bit, wasn't on the team plane, wasn't in the locker room, all that. Okay, maybe it's true, maybe it's not true. But what about all the other incidents that I just mentioned? What about all the other stuff? There is a pattern here. It's not just one stupid incident of holding up a gun on Instagram. There's a bunch of violent incidents we're talking about here. I, we, didn't, we didn't ask about any of that. And then there's the second part, which I, which I also object to. That's not who I am. I don't condone violence. And I'm going to show everybody that's not who I am. It's like when, you know, it's like when someone says the N-word, right? You got a white guy who gets caught saying the N-word. That's not who I am. Why the fuck did you say it? You're never going to catch me saying the N-word. Because it's not who I am. And it's not in my vocabulary. How is it not who you are if you said it? Same thing when you got guys who were caught, with, you know, saying homophobic slurs. That's not who I am. I got tolerance for everybody. Well, why'd you say it? You're not going to catch me 
using the, the homophobe, using the F word, because that's not who I am. It, that's li- it's not who I am. I don't do things that don't represent who I am. It's not in my, it's not in my vocabulary. It's not in my actions. So the whole, that's not who I am, why'd you do it then? I, I'll never understand that. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm being obtuse. But I, I never understand the whole, that's not who I am, and I'm going to show everybody that I'm a different person. I, I don't get it. I, I don't say or do things that aren't me. The things that I do, it is me. Whether it's good or bad. So that, that part, I, I don't know. I'll never understand that. The other big news that was out there yesterday, Aaron Rodgers. So Aaron Rodgers usually does Tuesdays on the Pat McAfee show during the NFL season. But he did a special Wednesday edition on the Pat McAfee show yesterday. We're all sitting around. We're waiting for 1 p.m. That's when it was announced. I watch McAfee almost daily anyway, but I especially put it on for 1 o'clock. Let's get Aaron Rodgers on there. And Aaron Rodgers... Now, look, I mean, it took him forever to get to him. My God, just blabbering on and on, this guy. He, he's really tough to swallow these days, Aaron Rodgers. And eventually he gets around to telling everyone that, yeah, he intends to play for the Jets. Now, I don't know that that helps anyone's negotiation because he's intending to play for the Jets. The Jets are already making moves to appease Aaron Rodgers... The compensation is what's holding it up, as Aaron Rodgers said there. Everybody knows now. It's the Jets and no one else. What's stopping the Packers from saying, yeah, we want five first-round picks? The Packers are the ones who have all the leverage. We want five first-round picks. He's only going to play for you. You already said it. You're already making moves. You're you're not in a position to negotiate. We want five first-round picks. What's stopping the Packers from doing that? Now, maybe what's stopping the Packers from doing that, although the relationship doesn't seem to be very good right now, but maybe what's stopping the Packers from doing that is they want to do right by Aaron Rodgers because no matter how difficult Aaron Rodgers was the last few years, the fact of the matter is he won a Super Bowl, he's an all-time great quarterback, and the Pack organization should be grateful for everything Aaron Rodgers has done. No matter what the relationship looks like right now, they should be super grateful for Aaron Rodgers. That, nah, that's true. So maybe that's what holds it up. But here's Aaron Rodgers, and this is, this is an example of why I think it's going to be a mess. I don't think it's going to work in New York. It's why I don't care as a Dolphin fan, Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets. I'm not worried about it. Not just because we got Jalen Ramsey on one side, we got Xavier Howard on the other side. No, that's not why. I think that it's going to be a disaster, and here is an example. When I came out of the darkness, something changed. I'm not exactly sure what that was, but something changed. And I got back to my phone after five days off of it, you know, because your phone's not on the entire time. There's no Wi-Fi on that, uh, you know, hippie mountain. Um, and when I got back to that little uh, shack they have where there's, a you know, one bar of Wi-Fi, I got back to, the, you know, hundreds of text messages and emails and all different things. Um, I realized that there'd been a little bit of a shift. Um, and that, uh, I heard from multiple, uh, people that I trust, uh, around the league players, mostly, um, that, that there was some shopping going on that, that, uh, that they were interested in actually moving me at this point, you know, I, I got to admit, I went in the darkness, 90% retiring, 10% All right. 
he went into the douchebag darkness, 90% retiring, 10% playing. You've heard the the you've heard from guys who've retired who, who will say the moment you're thinking about retiring is when it's time. 90% retiring, 10% playing. So now the Jets, who knows what they're going to give up to get this guy. It certainly doesn't feel like he's going to play any more than one more year. If a year prior he was 90% retiring, 10% playing, and it sounds like he's playing to spite the Packers. Oh, this is what's happening? This is what you want to do? You want to try and trade me? You know what? I'm not going to retire. I'm going to play, and I'm going to stick it up your culo. That's not... I, I was, oh, Bazazza is going to be super motivated. A guy who's 90% checked out at one point is not a guy who's super motivated. You know, it was one of what I thought was a pro... It's why I didn't think Tom Brady was going to finish this past season with the Buccaneers. Remember I said at the beginning of the year, and he was missing all the time in, in training camp, and we eventually found out it's because he's, he's going through a divorce and all that. But one of Tom Brady's greatest, if not his greatest attribute, is how committed and dedicated and just crazy intense about football. And going into last year, it didn't sound like a guy... Like, it didn't sound like he was Tom Brady anymore. He wasn't doing the things that made him Tom Brady anymore. And I, especially because the Bucks got up to a slow start, I was like, I thought, you know what? I could see him not finishing the season. Because this isn't what made Tom Brady Tom Brady. He has to be not 100% in. He had to be 1,000% in. And it didn't seem like he was. And now Aaron Rodgers, especially a game of football, which is so violent. Aaron Rodgers was 90% retiring, 10% playing, and you feel like this is going to work out? Nah, I don't. I don't. I, I can't, I'm excited. I think it's going to be a disaster. I love it. Gonna, I'm going to see a Jet fan. I'm going to laugh right in their face. Right in their face. Laugh right in their face. All right. Hey, I want to remind you guys. Johnny Cuba, you know it's the beer of choice. Today is 316 day, March 16th. That's Austin 316 Day. What better way to celebrate 316 Day than cracking open, cracking together, and guzzling down a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba at your local Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie, Fresco y Mas. You know you can get that Johnny Cuba picante hot sauce made with the finest Jamaican peppers and Broward meat and fish as well. Remember, always drink responsibly. Best place to drink a Johnny is right at your home, right in your backyard. Hey, Right next to the pool here in the Zazzle Mansion. Come on now, you know what I'm talking about. European roots, but with a Caribbean soul. A refreshing German lager in a can. Johnny Cuba. Of course, Johnny Cuba always reminds you to stay tranquilo. Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. Yes! We wrap up a show with all the big stories that we haven't been able to get to earlier. Big deal or not a big deal. So yesterday was Wednesday, which means on first take on Wednesdays, My guy, I mean, just the greatest, the Hall of Famer, Christopher Mad Dog Russo. I love him so much. He and what a home run addition he's been to first take. He is, he is, he's the best. Mad Dog yesterday. I guess they do a segment every week where he he yells about, loves yelling about things, where he yells about things that are making him upset. Well, he he is tired of the behavior on commercial airplanes. Has anybody flown coach lately? 
Has anybody been on an airplane lately? What a disgrace! I just came back from the beautiful town. I just came back from the Caribbean. Can you imagine what they bring on these planes, these people? They bring luggage. They bring tuna fish sandwiches. They bring black coffee that spills all over the place. They have all these bags. They put the bags in the first class department. When they're sitting in 36 F. This is an absolute disgrace. You can't travel anymore. The airline doesn't, doesn't give you a darn thing. You get a peanut, you should be happy. A glass of water. No wonder he flies wheels up. Why? And so do I. What a day. Okay. I was so freaked out. A week ago Tuesday in St. Martin, I'm in a first class seat. It was so jammed, so overwhelmed with people, and so noisy. If I didn't have a value, I would have jumped out of the cargo door. That's how bad it was. Travel in America today is nuts. This is a big deal. Mad Dog is so right. I, I mean, it's. I don't have to tell you, like when I was a kid, you would dre- like you would dress nice to go on the plane. You know, it's it's a zoo. Some of these flights, it really is. It's flying is a pain in the ass. That's why he's talking like wheels up. What he means when he says wheels up is fly private. That's what he's that's what he means there. So I this is a big deal. Mad Dog's right. The people's behavior on planes, it's 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 an abomination. It's a disgrace. Big deal or not a big deal. So the Oscars were Sunday night. And I watched the Oscars. I enjoyed it. I watched it start to finish. And the In Memoriam category. Lenny Kravitz performed a song while they were flashing the names and the and the photos on the screen there for those who in the film industry or passed away. And a lot of people were upset at the end because there always seem to be certain people, certain names that are left out. And it's like, why does this happen every year? And so this year... Tom Sizemore was left out. Ann Haish was left out. Paul Sorvino was left out. How the hell is Paul Sorvino left out? His family was very upset. And the Academy released a statement like, uh, you know, a day or two after that. There's a QR code that flashes on the screen, and that's so you could pl- you could scan the QR code, and you can see a whole list of everyone, not just the people who they put on the in memoriam on the show, but everyone who they're honoring. You can go look at the list. That's fine and dandy, but Paul Sorvino, even Anne Haish and Tom Sizemore, they need to be on the in memoriam on the broadcast. Ahead of the guy who holds the camera, the guy who does the lighting, the woman who does the costumes, who none of us have heard of. God bless them. Their lives were, were very meaningful. But I, the viewer, I don't know who they are. I know who Paul Servino is. I'm. You're doing this for the viewer at home. I'm the viewer. You need to put the people up there that the viewer has heard of and knows this isn't that difficult Paul Servino needs to be on the in memoriam over the the, the lighting guy who I've never heard of I'm the viewer that's what matters in that spot so this is a big deal and a terrible job by the academy big deal or not a big deal so you got the world baseball classic going on right now and yesterday Edwin Diaz Puerto Rico, right? They were celebrating Edwin Diaz, you know, uh, Timmy Trumpet. 
Mets closer. He hurt himself celebrating. Had to be carried off the field. Look bad. This is a big deal. Now, you don't want to prevent guys from playing for their country. But it's right before base. It's, it's in the middle of spring training. Edwin Diaz now could be in a lot of trouble. He may miss a lot of time. This is a big deal. That's a very unfortunate blow for the Mets. I mean, it's always after the Mets. But that's a very unfortunate blow for the Mets. Big deal or not a big deal. Hey, today's 316 day. So what better way to honor 316 day than to go back to the birth of Austin 316. You sit there and you thump your Bible and you say your prayers and it didn't get you anywhere. Talk about your Psalms, talk about John 316. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Yes, of course that's a big deal. That right there was when Stone Cold became a made man. Completely organic as well. Awesome. Happy 316 day to everybody. Crack open a couple of Johnnies right there for your boy Austin. 316. And finally, big deal or not a big deal, Nick Needham. Yesterday, Dolphins cornerback, nickelback, Nick Needham. They missed him last year when he got hurt. He re-signed with the Dolphins. I believe it was a one-year, $2 million deal. Dolphins DBs looking good. Come on now. Xavier Howard, Jalen Ramsey, Cater Kohu, Nick Needham. We're going to get Brandon Jones back, you know, safety. Obviously, your boy Javon Holland. Oh, man. It's interception season. That's right. What? Can't you? Nobody's open, Aaron Rodgers. Just throw the interception. That's a big deal. And that right there is another edition of Big Deal or Not a Big Deal. Really excited to introduce a brand new sponsor to the show tomorrow. We'll be doing that. I think a lot of you guys know who they are. I'm very excited to have them on board. If you're interested in joining the show, you can hit me up. JonathanZaslow at gmail.com and of course you can of course you can go to my Twitter account and you can see in my bio the emails right there as well. Hey, love all you guys listening to the show, supporting the show. However you're listening, make sure you like, you rate, you comment, you do all that good stuff. We'll talk to you on Zaslow Show 2.0 tomorrow. Know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to Go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. And right now, you got special holiday prices on six packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing. You know, when my wife and I became homeowners, I mean, keeping the Zaslow Mansion safe, that's not an easy task, unless you call Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. If you're looking for affordable care that offers the best coverage for your home, your motorcycle, your car, your boat, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services, their team has the expertise and experience to find the right coverage for you, including comprehensive policies for both trailers and motorhomes. Let their team 
help you learn more about your policy options so you can make an informed decision that's not going to keep you up at night. Bruntinsurance.com. When it comes to home, renters, and condo insurance, your options, hey, it, it, it can be dizzying. Don't worry, they specialize in making the confusing crystal clear with their fully licensed team helping you along every step of the way. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204.